Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And a pleasant good afternoon to everyone and welcome to Fans of the Pro. Mike Hoss here in studio, Deuce McAllister on the road as he is with the SEC. And we've got a big show for you this afternoon, 4 to 6. And then, of course, the Brian Kelly Show, getting you ready for LSU in Tennessee tomorrow. And at 7 o'clock, the All-State Sugar Bowl Prep Football Roundup. At 4.30, we'll talk with Dave Wyman. He's the Seattle Seahawks color analyst. And at 5.20, we'll talk with Chris Gordy, locked on SEC. Lots of pretty big matchups this week in the SEC. Deuce McAllister is at one of them. Deuce in Starkville, Mississippi. Good afternoon, my friend. How you doing, Mike? I'm doing okay. I will say that it was not the greatest start of the week. Getting back Monday night, really Tuesday morning in our heads from, from London. I woke up with a terrible head cold on Tuesday, but much much better now. But the early part of the week was kind of ugly. How about you? Well, I mean, and uh, as far as for myself, just trying to find sleep. You've been able to sleep a little bit, but the pattern is still off, if you know what I mean. And so uh, as we continue to adjust, you know, if I get five and a half, six hours, I'm like, man, that was a good night, you know? (laughs) Yeah. No, you're right. I haven't – the hardest one was was Monday night because we got in like six or seven o'clock, but really in our – Head and in our time, it was really Tuesday morning, like two o'clock in the morning. So the, the you had to fight to like don't go to bed at six o'clock because you'll wake up at three o'clock and you'll repeat the process over and over again. So that beyond that, it's uh, it's been tough. But you have for, certainly a much different travel schedule than myself. But you do have a good one tomorrow: Arkansas and Mississippi State, and states ranked, and it's a big one uh, in Starkville. Yeah, definitely a big one, and I know that uh, for Mississippi State, with it being homecoming weekend, you know, you want to always win those games, but got a pretty good Arkansas team rolling into town, and, you know, uh, question mark as far as whether their quarterback will be able to go. He got banged up last week against um, against Alabama, I mean, but overall, you know, I think they feel like that they should have one loss instead of two loss, that being Arkansas, because truly believe that they did give a game away against Texas A&M, but, I mean, overall, you know, Mississippi State is – Really, really good football team, and so uh, should be a pretty good one. Noon kickoff for you tomorrow as well? 
Is that what time your game is? Uh, no, 11 o'clock. Oh, you're 11. Early. I was looking at Eastern noon, time. Noon on the East Coast. Right. I was looking because yeah, there were two. There's two 11s. The so. Two 11s tomorrow and uh, LSU in Tennessee and uh, Arkansas at uh, Mississippi State. Saints had their Friday practice and they've already come out with their injury report. And we already pretty much know who's out and in. There's four questionables, but I'll run them down to just officially present them and then we can talk about them and as expected because did not play all week Calvin Throckmorton Peyton Turner Michael Thomas and PJ Williams all did not practice all have been declared out Jameis Winston did not practice any of the days but still right now listed as doubtful but the Dennis Allen said it's it's going to be Andy Dalton. And as Deuce, we talked about last week, he can't go from doubtful to playing anyway. They'd have to upgrade him uh, tomorrow at some point. Yeah, they would have to upgrade to questionable tomorrow. So, I mean, when you're listed as doubtful on Friday, then it has to be upgraded uh, or downgraded completely. And so even if you're upgraded to questionable, that doesn't mean that you're going to be able to go. And so you may have the same mechanism uh, that we kind of saw last week where uh, there, there there will be a series of moves. You may move up a couple of guys off the regular general uh, practice squad, but, you know, we'll, we'll just kind of have to wait and see. And the rest of the list is better. Uh, Ryan Ramchek, full practice. He's not even listed as a game status. Here are the four questionables. Marcus May, limited, questionable. Andres Pete, full, questionable. He's been full the last two days. Kamara, limited, questionable, but he said every indication that that he will play. And Jarvis Landry didn't practice today. He's questionable. I'm assuming, was that a vet day of rest, you believe, for for Jarvis? No, I think uh, for him, it was after going limited yesterday. Now, let's get it some rest. You know, because he's he's fighting that ankle injury. And so for him, I don't know if it was necessarily a vet day. Let's just give him at least two, two full days to recover as far as that ankle is concerned. And the final two, uh, Taysom Hill, full practice. He's good. Carl Granderson, full practice. Uh, he is good as well. So of if we just talk about the outs, which is Throckmorton, Turner, Thomas, Winston, and, and P.J., just let's talk about the impact, I guess, initially offensively, another game without without Michael and, and, and Throckmorton, who's done such a solid job. Well, Throckmorton has been able to to come in and help you, and now, you know, it'll be back to Andres Pete. So, offensive line, you kind of flip-flopping a couple guys just because both of those guys have kind of been banged up at one time or another. And so, it'll be interesting to see who they have up uh, offensive line-wise. We know that um, when you look at losing a guy like P.J., uh, now now somebody else has to step into his position. It'll be interesting whether they call up a guy off the practice squad or, you know, we've seen J.T. Gray come in and, play a lot of safety anyway for him. So, you know, maybe it's Sorensen that gets a little more run defensively. Just depends on how they want to play it as far as defense on some of the things that they do. But wouldn't be surprised if they do activate a couple guys off of that practice squad to help out special teams-wise. I mean, because I felt like that's really where you got got hurt overall. So, you know, we know what a guy like Lewis Kidd can step in and maybe help you out. Wyatt Davis, uh, he's been uh, inactive for a couple of games, and you know maybe this is another one. I think he was actually up last week in, in London. You know he and Landon Young uh, will probably be those three. Uh, Lewis Kidd, Wyatt Davis, and Landon Young will probably be your top backups as far as receiver. I mean, uh, offensive linemen are concerned, and so um, getting Alvin back will definitely help you. 
Uh, Mike Mike T not being available, you know, obviously that hurts. Uh, but you just you just got to roll with it. We have not officially had the Seahawks yet. At least in the, I don't know it um, from their Friday no, it, it, because of the time yeah, change. It, I think we. Yeah, that's exactly right. You got a couple, uh, maybe an hour or so before it comes out, and then something will come out, you know. But a guy like Peyton Turner getting uh, Carl Grandison back, he left the game. I think he got poked in the eye. So you'll have your regular rotation as far as defensive end, except, you know, Peyton Turner, uh, he, he's going to be out. And, you know, I think that you should be able to get Marcus May back. I know he's been da- uh, battling that uh, rib injury. So, you know, if you don't have PJ, Marcus should be able to step back into his position. And is this, for whatever reason, only because it's not just the Saints, it is. it seems every week that almost every team I look at, or most, begin with double-digit people on the injury list, which is, I mean, week four, week five, it, it just, I mean, so it's not just the Saints, it seems to be kind of league-wide, whether that's, yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, a lot, a, lot, a lot of teams, they'll, they'll, they'll throw 15 names out there. Right. And of those 15 names, maybe four of them really won't be able to go but it'll be, uh, yeah, this guy's banged up, bruised up. This guy's banged up, bruised up. You know, and they, they put, obviously, the ailment. But, I mean, that's, that, that, that's across the board. So, we'll have to wait and see. I know uh, Rashad Penny didn't practice Wednesday. They, they got a couple of guys at five, at least Wednesday and Thursday, that, uh, that have not practiced. But we'll get, we'll get, I don't want to get too deep into something that we don't know because we don't know their, their, their Friday situation. But, and we'll talk, you know, at great length, really, of breaking down this game. Saints and Seahawks, noon kickoff. Seahawks come in 2-2. Two and two. The Saints are 1-3. and three. And the Saints play four of their next five on at home, real home, Caesar Superdome. And I can't imagine a bigger stretch for a team that just is still kind of looking uh, for some consistency. Correct, Deuce? No, I mean, I think this team has to win at home. I mean, that, you, you hadn't won at home. I think that's the one of the big things. But the biggest thing is just going out there and taking care of the football and just going and, you know, being accountable for one another, but also just being consistent offensive and defensive and special teams. I mean, just get, getting back to the elite level of play. Uh, you, you, you know, just like in baseball, a lot is made of the perfect game. Football, I'm trying to play the perfect game. You know, team-wise, you're trying to play the perfect game. It's it, it's really truly elusive in football. I mean, because you're talking about 22 people, offense and defense, and then you know, however many carryover that you have, special teams going out there and doing everything completely right. Right, no missed assignments, no no illegal formations, no blocks in the backs, no holding, no tripping. I mean, that 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 that's impossible for football. But that's the goal. I mean, each week, each individual player. He is trying, just like you say, pitch the perfect game. I want to hit, you know, 100% on my assignment. I want to do everything right, just like it's drawn up. You know, if, if it tells me to line up at six and a half yards, I'm lining up at six and a half. I'm not lining up at seven. If it tells me to open cross roll, I'm open cross roll. You know, if it tells me to to double team and then be able to deuce block and, 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 and tray block, whatever that blocking assignment may be, that's what I'm doing. I mean, and so – it's it's hard, but I mean that 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 should be the goal of each individual player. 
We're going to step aside, take a quick break here on Fans and the Pros. Again, coming up 4.30 this afternoon, we'll have Dave Wyman. He's the Seattle Seahawks color analyst, and I just got the latest practice report and game status for the Seahawks. We'll talk about that. On the other side as well, Deuce McAllister, Mike Hoss, Fans and the Pros. Keep it here, WWLAMFM.com and the always free Odyssey app. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back, fans and the pros. How is LSU preparing for that battle with 4-0 Tennessee? Here with the Tigers head coach says about the matchup against the Volunteers. That's coming up next, 6 o'clock on the Brian Kelly Show here on WWLAMFM.com in the always free Odyssey app. And joining us now on the telephone is Dave Wyman, former NFL player with Seattle as well as Denver. Linebacker, played nine seasons. Now he is the color analyst for the Seahawks. Dave, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me on, guys. You are on with Mike Hoss. I'm in studio. Deuce McAllister is doing some SEC games. So he is on the road in Starkville. And I guess the question, and I'm sure you have the answer right at the top of, off the top of your head, is which, which Seattle team are we going to get Sunday? Because I've, I've watched all of the Seattle-Detroit Lions game. I, I feel I can, I can handle. But that was an impressive offensive performance. Not so much defense. What, 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 what team does arrives in new orleans oh man you know i i don't think they've had like a complete game 
I mean, you mentioned it. The defense was just so bad. And the one thing they did, though, is they took the ball away. And I did notice that uh, that the Saints tend to tend to give the ball away a little bit. You so noticed that, did you? I'm hoping. <laughs> did, some, yeah. did, did some big digging to <laughs> minus seven yeah. on the turnover margin? Yeah, you're right. That's right. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think they can make up for the yards because they're young. So, and two of the guys that got turnovers were uh, Kobe Bryant, and uh, Tariq Woolen got a pick six, and those guys are both rookies, and they just had a whole slew of holding penalties and pass interference. So, you know, as long as they can do that. But, you know, the defense, they just look confused. I mean, the, the two linebackers, the guy that I've always been sort of championing for the last three or four years, Cody Barton, he, is, he looks lost. And, you know, he's just not getting off of blocks and things like that. So I'm just hoping – if they continue to do that defensively, that they can get the takeaways. And then offensively, man, I, I don't think anybody saw Geno Smith. They didn't see this coming. Uh, it, it's, it's amazing how poised. He looks like a 10-year vet, which he is, that has started and gone to the Pro Bowl. So, you know, him and Rashad Penny, um, but I just don't want it to be uh, one of those things where they got to score, you know, <laughs> 48 points every uh, every week to to win because of their defense is so bad dave I, I had i have to when i was looking at this team you know i i got to shout out my even young but that offensive line for seattle do you know three of those guys are from mississippi one exit 119 uh-huh. and he'll know right away when you see damian lewis tell him hey man you're from exit 119 see how his face lights up <laughs> But, I mean, it, so, I it. you know, obviously knowing DK, knowing him his whole life just because his dad was the reason, one of the main reasons I chose Ole Miss. So I've known DK all of his life. But just studying this team and, you know, really my question, we'll get to Charles Cross, but seeing, wait, Damian Lewis, that, that's a Mississippi kid. You know, and, and, and obviously yeah. Charles is a Mississippi kid. And then you, you look over there um, at Gabe, that's a Mississippi kid. Man, I'm I'm proud of that now. You know, on Sunday I won't be proud of it, but I'm proud of that. Deuce, we're happy to have all your Mississippi players out here, man. (laughs) Those guys, all of them are are ballers, and you know, I I love the two the two young tackles that are first round, third round. You mentioned Charles Cross, the other one, Abraham Lucas. Um, Damian Lewis came out here and had you know a, a really good rookie year, and then kind of took a step back, and but he's back. And, you know, Gino's only been sacked, I think, six or seven times. So they've done a really good job, man. Yeah, those, those big guys from Mississippi have, uh, have done us right. Well, and, I, and you talked about Charles a little bit. Just playing in the, the, the system he did as far as air raid, I thought that he was advanced, really advanced as far as, um, you know, pass, pass blocking because that's, you know, 80 to 70, 75 to 80 percent of what you do. Uh, as far as college was concerned, but uh, particularly, you know, the last 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 year, talk a little bit about how he's been able to adapt. And you know, he he's a tremendous athlete. But when you talk about pass blocking as well as run blocking and just being able to almost just play in space. Yeah, well, it's funny uh, because of the air raid. You know, everybody thought because we're familiar with Mike Leach up here because he's at Washington State. Same with the other tackle, Lucas. That. You know, it's like they're both from air raid systems. You know, are they going to be able to run block? And that has not been a problem. That's been that's been really good. The thing I notice about Charles is that if he does take a bad step, he 
corrects himself so quickly. He's got such good feet. So, yeah, the, the, those guys, uh, you know, both have, have done really been kind of a surprise that, you know, they're, they're rookies and they're starting day one. And you know, the offense is, has operated really well. Well, and the last one I have for you is about Rashad Penny and just how he's been able to um, – I, I think this is what they were expecting all along from him. Has it been just because he's been a lot more healthier, a little healthier this year so far? It's a great question. You know, I think – and this is his fifth year, and now he's finally playing like everybody – you know, he had four or five games last year at the end. Everybody likes to credit uh, Adrian Peterson – because he came here last year, and I think he turned Rashad into a football player. Not about you, Deuce. I, I mean, there were some guys that were track guys, and then there are football players. The The football player says, yeah, I'm 75%, but I'm still going to go. The track guy says, ah, oh, my hammy hurts. I'm only 90%. And I think he's turned into that kind of guy. He just ignores the little bumps. Now, he has had legitimate injuries but you can see a toughness about him. He's a big dude. Like, he's 235, 240, and he's starting to run people over at the end of plays and finishing. So, yeah, I just – he is a great kid, too. Just just love him. Couldn't be happier for a guy to have success. So, uh, yeah, Rashad is, much like Gino, has been just a little bit of a surprise. While we have it, because we talked about the Saints, uh, the, the final injury report is out. They put Daryl Johnson, who didn't practice, they put him on injured reserve. He's out for at least four. And Derake Young, the young wide receiver from Lenore Ryan, out. Three questionable, Justin Coleman, Marquise Goodwin, and Kenneth Walker, the uh, running back uh, out of Michigan State, the rookie. Of those, what, what's the impact injury-wise from, from, from your list, do you think, for Sunday, if, if any? Yeah, it's not, it's not too bad. I mean, I think they're pretty happy about, uh, you know, and especially like I just talked about Rashad Penny, you know, him being healthy week in and week out. So, yeah, that hasn't, uh, you know, the biggest the biggest bomber was Jamal Adams. Yeah, that's you where know, I was going next. Him. Yeah, I mean, losing him on that defense, and he is such a good football player. And, you know, he's taking some heat from people because he signed the big contract, and then he didn't play very well last year, and, I don't think they put him in a position to play well. And now, finally, you know, you've got these new coordinators, got the new coordinator, and you've got new coaches, and they're going to use him to the best of his ability, and he gets hurt. So it's just an incredible shame. You know, that's that's the part that, you know, that really can be frustrating when, you know, you're trying to make your way back and, you know, try to try to become the team that you were and then all of a sudden you get hit with injuries and he's by far the biggest one but other other than that they've been you know health hasn't been uh too big of a problem i want to spend the last couple of minutes with just a couple of questions about gino because you're right i mean he's a 10-year veteran but certainly playing differently this year won the battle with with drew lock and completing 77.3 percent of his passes and i've never seen a team at least initially with a veteran move the pocket so well with with kind of a read option but bootlegs and naked boots i mean he and he throws so well on the run at least he has been yeah no you're right i mean i don't think he was particularly good throwing on the run last year he he filled in for russ you know but he sat behind russ and you know, Russell Wilson was a rep hog, like in practice. He wanted to take 95% of the snaps. So Gino got very little, you know, experience. And, 
Yeah, I think he's he's. Uh, you're right. He's moved the pocket. The the bootleg stuff. The tight ends. The three tight ends have 30 targets and 28 catches for five touchdowns and you know 200 and some yards. But they're using their tight ends really well. And Geno is just really been so confident and just looks in command and and he's not getting greedy he's not trying to he'll take deep shots every once in a while to dk metcalf but you know you got tyler lockett maybe the most underrated player in the league so good he's always open he knows how to get right in the middle of the dead spot of of the zones and you know so he's he's gotten the ball to him and dk but for the most part you know, really doing a good job, just taking whatever the defense has given him, and uh, yeah, that's that's been a, that's been the big difference. I think him and Rashad Penny, along with the two you know rookie tackles, um, have been the the big surprise this year on the offensive side. And finally, with with Gino, the ability to run, which we've seen, but to me, what's really interesting is the impacts. So he had seven official runs against the Lions, but two were kneels. So so we take them out. So then he had five runs for basically 51 yards, but on one of them it was a third and seven. He scrambled for 17, got a first down. The next one was a second and goal. He ran it, touchdown. Then he made a first down on a third and one by keeping it. Kept a drive going on a second and 25, running for 13. Then picked up another first down, running for 11 on a second and 10. I mean, it's, it's not that he's just running to run. Some of those are called. Some of those are scrambles. But the impact of those, he has been able to extend drives much better than in the past. Yeah, and he's just been he's just made great decisions. Um, and I, I love the, the quarterback draw. If you played in the 80s and 90s like I did, that was Steve Young. Steve Young for the 49ers get down inside the seven eight yard line. You're going to see quarterback draw. It was a you know planned deal. And when he runs, he just waits for his blocker to set up, and then you know very casually just takes the other side. I mean, he's just been magical, man. I, I guess, <laughs> now that's not what I wanted to hear. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just saying, having watched him at practice and you know and seeing his career and everything, he's not had this kind of Poise. And I think a lot of it has to do with the, the offensive coordinator, Shane Waldron, who has really done a good job of putting him in the right position. They're speaking the same language. They're kind of in each other's heads. And, you know, you're right. The decisions that he's making to run the ball, you know, he's not trying to force anything. So it's been, it's been pretty amazing. And I have to say, if you want to compare his numbers with Russell Wilson right now, and I know a lot of people in, in Seattle. I know Seattle are doing that. Yeah, yeah, and I think there's a lot of people that took it really personally, uh, not even, you know, just the fans, but even in the organization. And it's not like anybody's, you know, rooting against Russ, but they're pretty happy about the performance they're getting out of Geno right now. And that, you know, I thought it was going to be Drew Locke. I thought Drew Locke was going to win the job. And, uh, you know, and he still looks really good, but Geno has just been – yeah, and you mentioned the completion percentage. He now joins Tom Brady and Derek Carr – as the only three quarterbacks to have over 70% completion percentage in their first four games since 1950. So, I mean, I, I don't know if he can keep this thing r- rolling, but, man, he looks really good. It's been a really – one of the most pleasant surprises that I've seen around this team since I've been covering them back in 2004. Wow, excellent. Well, safe trip to New Orleans. I know you guys will be flying out. We appreciate your time. Uh, best of luck and hope to see you uh, on Sunday in the press box. Yeah, I'll come say hi. It's uh, great talking to you guys. Appreciate it. Thank you. 
That was Dave Wyman, the color analyst for the Seattle Seahawks as they come to town. Noon kickoff, Caesar Superdome. Got to step aside, take a break. You're listening to Fans and the Pros, Mike Hoss and Deuce McAllister here on WWLAMFM.com and the free Odyssey app. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medela. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Welcome back, fans and the pros. And you can start to feel that weather out there. You can start it. We're not there yet, but anybody who loves hunting and fishing knows and respects my good friend Don Dubuque. And most start off the weekend with the outdoor show. If you love Louisiana's great outdoors, don't miss Don Dubuque every Saturday morning, 5 to 7, right here on WWL. Deuce McAllister in Starkville, Mississippi. And the one of the matchups that we'll talk about, but certainly because of what we saw last year in Seattle, where the Saints won, is going to be the DK Metcalf and Marshawn Lattimore matchup. And I know you've 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 you said you've you've known DK since he was he was you, you watched him grow up. Talk about that matchup and what you see at a DK Metcalf. Well, it's one where Lattimore wants to bounce back. I mean, and that that's really for him um, to go out there and play at his elite level that he had been playing at, playing at before. And it's it's a totally different receiver. I mean, for DK, he's not going to run uh, the similar route concepts that you're going to get uh, as far as what Jefferson does. And so totally different, but a big physical receiver, uh, one that, you know, wants to get wants to get deep, wants to play physical. I mean, but I'll tell you, you 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 will have opportunities to knock the ball out. Uh, just because he tries to get every yard, every inch out of a catch, he tries to get get that, and at times he's sloppy with the football. And so uh, defensively, you know, it, it's the same mantra. You know, I got one guy that's tackling and another guy that has to be coming in and punching at the football. I mean, but the New Orleans Saints, not only Lattimore, the New Orleans Saints defensively, you're going to get challenged uh, with a lot of different looks as far as like you talked about from a vertical standpoint, but – Horizontal, just because you, you you look at Lockett and he is a totally different receiver, a lot smaller, a lot craftier. Uh, but then you look at DK, he's the he's the big big receiver, physical, wants to use his body. You know, uh, probably at times gets gets lazy and, and 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 catches the ball, doesn't catch it clean with his hands, let it get get into his body. I mean, but Lattimore, you, it, it's going to be a lot of trash talking. I can guarantee you that, but Lattimore wants to b- bounce back 
from uh, that last game that he had over in London. You talk about Metcalf and Lockett. I mean, they they are the guys, at least for uh, Gino. They have 50 receptions between them. DK leads with 27, and Lockett's got 23. And the rest of the wide receiver room, I think, has 11 or, or 12. But So 50 receptions, one TD between them. But they, they get them in big chunks, and then they turn them over to the tight ends at that point. Will Disley is your leading touchdown getter for Seattle. He's got three, and the other two tight ends, as Dave talked about, each have uh, a touchdown each and, and, and plenty of reception. So this is, uh, this is a – like we – we had to talk about from last year to this year, don't think of Seattle as the Seattle we've always known. They're just such a different team, but man, they offensively looked about as sharp as they could look against the Lions. Well, I think, you know, um, it's one that you've known. It's just how they operate is a little bit different. I mean, I think that's still who they want to be. Um, Seattle defensively is probably not playing up to par uh, just because you, you're running a new system and, you know, you've been able to create turnovers, but – uh, from a yardage stand, standpoint, you've been giving up yardage. But, I mean, it, it it's still, hey, look, they used to want to run the football with Marshawn Lynch. Now it's Penny that's being able to run the football. They also now with the, you know, you go back and look at a, a young Russell, it was more him doing some of the stuff that Geno is doing. But as he got up in age as far as quarterback, stopped doing that. But now Geno, it, it, it fits perfectly. You know, you talk about the RPO, the read option game or the bootlegs. That, that, that fits perfect for him, and then they've always wanted to get the football to the tight ends, uh, and they're able to do that. So it may not be the same individuals, but the system is still, you know, kind of Pete Carroll of what he wants to do uh, and how he wants to be able to uh, win games. I mean, and, and at times they don't mind it being ugly. They don't mind it being that type of fight because they feel comfortable in that type of fight. Last question before we step aside with a break, and that is where the Saints can attack. And if you look at the Seahawks' defense, their rush defense allows 154 yards a game. That's 29th in the NFL. And their pass defense allows 274, which is tied for 28th, which is essentially 29th. So those two areas, from a defensive standpoint, uh, they, they have struggled trying to – they can you know, stop teams – when it need to, but they've given up big, some big yardage on, on the ground and in the air. Saints, offensively, take care of the football. Just take care of the football. You will produce <laughs> points if you take care of the football. I mean, I, I don't care if it's through the air on the ground. Just take care of the football. Well, I thought that's what it would be, but that would be a very short show because that's it, right? I mean, that's it. It's take care of the football, and you're not minus seven in, in the turnover ratio, and it's a it's not a one in three team. It, it's like it becomes so not redundant. Anyway, let's let me take a break. But I, I agree with you. It's like it, everything, the stat that matters, the turnovers and the penalties, and every other stat doesn't matter until you take care of those first two. So got to take a quick break. Mike Hoss, Deuce McAllister, fans and the pro. Keep it right here. WWLAMFM.com and the free Odyssey app. Welcome back, fans and the pros. Mike Hoss and Deuce McAllister getting you ready for another big weekend and a big one for the Saints, of course, with Seattle. Two and two against the one and three Saints. The Pelicans open up their preseason tonight at home, 7 o'clock. We'll talk with Deuce a little bit about that on the other side of the break also, leading up to the Brian Kelly Show tonight at 6 o'clock, of course, it's LSU in Tennessee tomorrow from Baton Rouge, 11 o'clock. Pretty good SEC schedule. So coming up at 520 today, we will talk 
with SEC Locked On or Locked On SEC, Chris Gordy, to get us all set up as well as the Deuce game where he is Mississippi State and Arkansas tomorrow. Got to step aside. It is fans and the pros. Keep it right here on WWL 870 and FM.com as well as the free Odyssey app. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.